This is a summary of the second Sikha Parshas Bereshis. Look at the Sikha's Chelik Yud. The theme of the Sikha, the undercurrent of what the Rebbe says in the Sikha, is two concepts that the Rebbe talks about generally speaking. It's something the Rebbe tried to inculcate in his Chassidim and through them to the entire world. This is something the Rebbe wanted to drill into us very strongly. And uh, what are these two things, these two items? Item number one, what the Rebbe spoke about. And the Rebbe even quoted it this way. The Rebbe would say that you have to say that the world was created in order to do good, not in order to desist from bad. It's true that a Jew has to turn away from sin and has to not do an Aveda, chas v'shalim. And without that, like the Alter Rebbe actually discussed in chapter 37 in Tanya, you're not going to be able to accomplish any of the spiritual accomplishments of the 248 commandments. However, the world was not created in order not to sin. The world was created in order to do positivity, to bring godliness into this world, to change the world. And that said, it's a basic proof, because if so, it's better not to be born. If you're not born, you will, not, you will never sin in a wonderful uh, situation. <clears throat> the fact that you're put into this world means that you're here to do something. You're not here to uh, to not do something. And this is a very important idea for a person to live with and understand that regard that even though there are risks in this world, and it's a and it's a uh, it's a crazy world, but it's not. You can't no excuse for hiding away from the world. On the contrary, a Jew has to go out there, has to fight, and has to conquer the world. Kivshu asaritz. That's uh, that's point number one that I've uh, discussed with uh, us, the Hasidim, with Klal Yisrael, very often. And you obviously could see it in the work of the Rebbe and in the work of his followers. Another thing that Rebbe would discuss is that there's nothing in this world that could be a contradiction to the Torah. And in fact, furthermore, there's nothing in this world that could even be a true challenge a, something which blocks the Torah. Why? Because the entire world is created for the Torah. The entire world is created as a tool for the Torah. It says in the Medrash, the beginning of Medrash Rabbah, Hashem looked into the Torah, and they were the difterais or pikesais, they were the blueprints of creation, Hashem created the world. In other words, it's not that the world exists and Hashem gave the Torah to the world. No. Hashem gave the world to the Torah. The world is merely a place. The world is an implementation of the Torah. The, the Torah is the blueprint of the world. The world is a way for the Torah to be implemented. That's all the world is. The world is created for the Torah, created for the Jewish people. And therefore, to say that there's even one detail in the world which contradicts the Torah, which is not in sync with the furtherance of the Torah, is incorrect. Is incorrect. On the contrary, it's there to serve the Jewish people. It's there to serve Hashem. It serves a purpose. We just have to figure out what that purpose is and utilize it accordingly and discover the true treasure that is this world that we live in, which is truly a garden, a pleasureful, pleasureful garden of Eden for God. So these are two very beautiful ideas that the Rebbe discusses. How does it play out in this week's parsha? How does it play out in this particular sicha of the Rebbe that the Rebbe delivered? In, uh, in, uh, in the end of 1965. So the Rebbe basically focuses in a very interesting thing, which is that the, what is the very first 
maimer, the very first utterance of creation by God, the, the 32 verses of creation, the opening chapter of Genesis. What's the very first maimer? God said, let there be light. Very famous possible. And the question is, out of all things to be created first, it shouldn't have been light. Light, if there's one thing in the world which serves no um, there's no point in having light for the sake of light. Light is for the, even if the light is off, everything still exists in the room. Light is revelation. Light is that you should be able to see what's in the room. What do you mean? The first creation is light. It doesn't make any sense. Why would the first creation be light? The first uh, sentient being, the first living organism that was created was on the fifth day of creation. And perhaps you want to bring it earlier to the when vegetation was created. That was on the third day of creation. You say vegetation obviously uses light and light particles, etc. But why would the very first creation be light? And the answer is, the answer is that just as the example we gave before of an architect, the, the blueprints of creation. Before you begin an activity, you figure out what is the ultimate end game, what is the purpose of the activity that you are going to engage in? Hashem opened up with light. God said, let there be light. That is a declaration of the purpose of the creation. And even though it may seem dark, no. The purpose of everything is light. When you're done the mission, we're going to see how it was all leading to a specific goal. And in fact, every detail of creation was leading to that goal of let there be light. Every creation, which is why Hashem declares light as toiv, and throughout the creation, Hashem says it's toiv, 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 which harkens back to the original toiv, the original good. God said light is good. In other words, everything in creation is here to serve that goodness, is here to reveal Hashem. Sometimes we merely have to discover and figure out in what way does this hint, does this bring to God? Which is why there's a fascinating Zohar which says that the word Raz, which means secret or mystery, is the same numerical value, the Gematria, as, or as light. 207. And the explanation of this is that you have to realize that everything you're looking at carries within it this is the mystery of creation. And this is what you have to figure out, what we have to figure out as human beings, is we have to figure out how are we, how does this bring light, increase light into the world? How does this accomplish that? The uh, <coughs> That's one point that comes out of this. And the other point is, is, is the thing we mentioned from the outset, which is that a person has to realize that this world is not about fighting the world. The world is about light, is about bringing in light. So if a person has a situation to bring in light, that's what they have to do. Right? It's not merely about desisting and staying away from evil. The purpose of creation is let there be light. If a person avoids an opportunity to bring light into this world, it's every bit as bad, it's a terrible thing as, as much as sitting itself. The essence, the purpose why a person comes into this world, you can't escape your destiny. You can't run away to a cave and say, I'm not going to try to change the world and bring light into the world. The whole purpose of creation is to bring light into the world and to uh, to transform the world. Practically, practically, what does this mean? 
What it means is, first and foremost, is that when you wake up in the morning, beginning of your day, or even the beginning of a particular part of your day, when you open up the outset, there has to be a recognition of the purpose of what you're setting out to do. You have to realize that everything I'm doing is to bring light. And then I get into the nitty gritty and I discover in all the things that I'm doing how it's going to change the world. And the most powerful idea of all regarding this idea that the Rebbe is drilling into us, that everything in the world is here to bring light, the greatest um, item of all is the darkness itself is here to bring light. It's not only that neutral items are here to bring light. No, even things which seem dark, no, their purpose is a stepping stone. And not only a stepping stone, they themselves, if you go deep enough, are here to bring to you to a place of light. People get it wrong. The theologians get it wrong. They think that God, why did God create darkness? In order to give freedom of choice so that we go to the light. Says that Eben, no. That's not why Hashem created darkness. There is such a darkness like that which serves that purpose. But that's a different kind of darkness. That's a darkness of, of the lack of light. It's a different hedera. We're not discussing that. We're talking about actual negativity. That, the Rebbe says, is no. That's a part of creation. If it's part of creation, it says Hashem looked at his whole creation and said that it's very good. Hashem and, and everything in the world is to bring light. In other words, we transform the darkness the most delicious dish is a spicy dish you make from spices and from bitterness and from sourness. It's such a more savory taste. It's so much more delicious. It's so much more powerful. The unique experience, what a Balshuva brings to the table, what every Jew really brings to the table with their life struggles and, and, and thing and that. But the ultimate purpose is you have to realize that every experience you're going through, that is a way to bring light into this world. You just We just have to discover how that is.